You've just accessed Shekinah Glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. The church, talking about the church of the living God. Now, just for a subheading, write this down. We have been taking on various subtopics uh, throughout this teaching, um, and we're going to get through this, and I think one more session concerning this, and there are some other things that the Lord would uh, have us to know. Uh, but however, for today, for a subheading, write this down. Call to serve. Come on, say it again. Called to serve. Honoring the Lord with my talents. Amen. Talking about your gifts, those abilities, that thing that God has placed on the inside of you. Amen. For the glorification of his kingdom. But just real quickly, for some who may not know, just and I'm not going to do um, much review, but I would encourage you to get the previous teachings on this message. It will bless your life tremendously. But we know thus far that the church, some things that we've ascertained or established thus far is that we know or we've learned that the church, talking about the ecclesia, it's the Greek word ecclesia, and it means assembly. Someone say assembly. It means congregation. And it also means the church talking about the, the individual as the uh, church. It also means the whole body of believers. It makes reference to the whole body of believers. And it simply means uh, ek, you get out from and to. Kaleo means to call. So we've learned that it properly means uh, someone who was called out from the world to God. Will you say that? So when we're talking about the church, we're talking about those individuals, Brother Moore, who have been called out from the world to God. Most oftentimes we hear called out ones. Called out of what? We've been called out of the world or from the world to God. So as Christians, we're, we're what? We're called out from the world to God. Now, we've also established in our last teaching, we learned that we're not now, although we're called out from the world, our assignment as disciples of Jesus is to go back into the world whereby we can infect the world with the gospel of Jesus. Amen. So we're called out of the world only to go back into the world, to, into the world, excuse me, to share the gospel of Jesus. So I, 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 I want to repeat that to make sure you got it. So we're called out from the world to God to go back into the world for God. Amen. That's why he says in Mark 16, 15, go into all the world and make disciples. Glory to God. So our assignment is, our assignment universally is to serve those who are on the outside. So when others see us, they should see Jesus. And when they see Jesus, it should cause them to want to come to know him in a more intimate and personal way. When we really understand serving. Are you with me? Now, we said uh, that there are three, someone say three, primary ways that we serve our local church. Now, we've established this throughout this teaching. We've seen uh, the assembly as the church. We've seen the local body as the church. We've also seen the individual as the church. And we said locally, talking about the congregation, there are three ways 
that we support our, our local church, our time. We, we've established that we've went over that in our last teaching, our time, our talents, talking about our gifts. And number three, our financial contributions. So that's the last one for this teaching. Uh, so today we want to talk about how to honor God or we are to honor God with our talents. Amen. Now, number one, let's talk about today. We're talking about honoring God with my talents. We are called to serve. Will you say this? I have been called to serve. Now, I just stated a few minutes ago that we serve universally by sharing Jesus. And we serve locally, talking about in the, in the local church, by serving one another. Being that we're using our talents to help foster growth in the body. You are anointed, and, and let me say this, the anointing that's on your life that you use in the secular arena, I submit to you that God has a greater purpose for your gift, and it's to be used for the glorification of the body of Christ. <laughs> that's why in here we, we have literally a people in every sphere, from education to medicine to construction to entrepreneurship in every facet. And again, those gifts and talents are used, are to be used to help expand the kingdom of God. Notice we've learned throughout this teaching that you were created by God for God. Now, I'm not just, just say you are a physician. Universally, I use it to serve people and allow my light to shine and draw people in that arena. From a kingdom standpoint, I'm to use that gift in the body. So it may be when we do missions trip that we take Dr. So-and-so, that we take such and such. Are you with me? Why? Because you were created by God for God. If you are in audio or video or visual, audio visual in the outside arena, guess where we can use that gift? In the body. So everyone's not called to be greeters. Everyone may not be called to be parking lot attendants. Everyone may not be called to worship, be, being that sing, at least not in front of anybody, on stage. You know, some of us have the congregation ministry where we just sing among the congregation. You not know. <laughs> so, so, but, but nonetheless, whatever the talent, whatever the position, everyone is important. And everyone should be used, yes, in the church said amen. And I need to say this, and I'm taking my time because no one should be part of a ministry and not participate in in some facet. Notice we're about to see that we are the body, and we've established this, we are the body of Christ. Just like your eyes have a function, your ears have a function, your heart has a function, your kidneys has a purpose, and just as each body part has a function as body as members of the body of Christ each individual has a specific function that will add to the success growth of the ministry and the church said amen now can I just say this because sometimes we won't serve or we won't allow our service to participate because we're looking for perfect people and there are comments like, well, if they would do this, I would do that. No, 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 no. That's like your heart saying, well, if your eyes could, if you didn't have to wear glasses, I would pump right. Come on. Come on, no. Every joint supplies. And I'm saying that to say because there is no perfect church. Oh, boy. 
in order for the church to be perfect, that means we would all have to, have to be perfect. And how many know that we are all a work in continuous progress? And just let me say this. If there was a perfect church, when the person who's looking for a perfect church shows up, it would no longer be perfect. Why? Because no one is, is perfect. So there are times that we resist, and I'm saying that to say, don't allow yourselves uh, to, to, to resist from serving because you're looking for all things to be favorable, for, every, for all conditions to be perfect. If you're waiting for everything to be perfect, you will never serve. As a matter of fact, you would rarely move at all. So stop waiting on all conditions to be perfect. If you can sing, man, sing. If you can mop, mop. Be the best mop, mopper there is. If you can greet, be the best greeter. If you can run a camera, be the best there is. But don't allow yourselves to be stunted because you're waiting on all conditions to be perfect. So let's look at this. We're talking about honoring the Lord with my talents. Now, have you greeted the person next to you? Okay. I just look at them again. It's nice to meet you. You know, because if I say look at your neighbor, you want to make sure you know your neighbor. Some of y'all looking at your neighbor, and I say say this to your neighbor, and, and y'all look at each other like y'all about to fight. So just make sure you know your neighbor. Amen. Ready? Let's, now, will you say this out loud? What are we talking about? Say it out loud. Oh, man. Wait, hold, hold. Oh, no. Look at all these people in here. It's enough people in here to make a Tarzan movie, as Fred Sanford would say. Oh, now, let me, hear, let me hear you say it like you're saved. We're talking about honoring God with, yeah, call to serve. Honor, let's say it again. Amen. No, but listen, no one is going to bite you. No one is going to mess with you here, man. You can speak. Amen. Ready? Let's read. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. So also is Christ. Notice, so as the body is one, talking about Christ, it has many members. And though there are many members, we are yet one body. Verse 2. I'm sorry, uh, 13. Amen. Amen. For by one spirit. We were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but how many? Many. Will you say this? I am a significant part in the body of Christ. I am needed. I am important. And you need to understand this because sometimes, uh, another thing is just because I may not can do what you do does not minimize what I'm able to do. As a matter of fact, in our last session, as you read on down, we, even, we bestow a greater honor among the parts who seem to be weaker. And, and sometimes we give the credit to those who are in the forefront. No, it's the people that's behind the scenes that makes those of us who are in front of you look good like we do. So you are significant. Well, pastor, I can't sing, but you can do something. Pastor, I, I, I'm, I'm not technical savvy, but there is something that you could add to the body. Amen. Christ 
we see right here is the head of the body. Will you say this? Christ is the head of the body. Who is the head? Who? Is Jesus still living? Is Jesus still alive? Okay, then write this down. We need to understand this, that the church is a living organism. The church is a living organism. Now, let me say this. Anything that's living should be growing. (laughs) So there are certain things that we have to do in order to grow, just like in the natural. And how you eat will determine how you grow. If you eat poorly, it could affect your growth. Just like if you eat healthy, it could affect how you grow. Are you with me? So the church is a living organism. Why, why do we say that? Because we are the body of Christ. Amen? And I'm going to show you this in a few minutes in Ephesians 4, 12. But the source of the church life is Christ. That's the source. That's why here we are led by the spirit of the living God. What we give to you is straight from heaven. A living organism, write this down, a living organism is constantly or should be constantly growing, changing, and adapting to the realities around it. So as a church, we're constantly growing, changing. That's why we, that's why we, you know, we have to be pliable. Everything is not going to remain the same. And as we grow, it warrants that certain things change. <laughs> it demands that things change. And it can't be. And that's why, see, when you're pliable and when you understand I'm, I'm called to serve, it's, it's hard to take things personal. You don't fight over seats. You, you, you don't make statements like, that's my seat, and feel indignant when you come and someone else is sitting where you normally see. See, no, there is no assigned seating. Why? Because, see, when it was two people, you could sit where you wanted to. But when you pack like sardines, hey, man, I have to get in where I can fit in. Uh, why? Because growth demands change. Just like in the natural. When, when your financial portfolio changes it demands that you make certain changes so you may invest differently you 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 you, you may find uh, in, in order to keep growing now uh rico them you know I, I still like rico them but rico them really not astute in this area so i have to meet other friends who can help me keep climbing and building my financial portfolio Hmm. As God bless you and increase you more and more, the growth demands change. Now that you're married and, 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 and having multiple children, it demands that the eight of us no longer can live in this one bedroom. Why? Because the growth demands change. <laughs> and, and you know what happens? And, and, and when we don't embrace change, that's when the agitation comes in. That's when the frustration comes in. And that's when the bickering and fighting because we don't want to grow. And, and what we have to understand that as it grows, it demands things change. It's not that pastor's being funny, but, but pastor has to greet and love on everybody. So it can't be, huh, I didn't get my hug today. No, just just wait and we'll get to you. But it can't, I, 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 I'm usually first in line. Well, you... Because it demands change, you may be second now. 
at one time, I'm using myself as an example, seemed like everybody had my number. But, but, but because of the growth, it demands change. Because, because some, you know, they really, I don't call you. Hey, Pastor. Hey, Brother John, how you doing? I'm doing good. What you doing? Uh, right now, I'm just kind of meditating on, in the Word. What are you meditating about? Uh, right now, I'm in 1 Corinthians. First Corinthians. You preaching that tomorrow? Let, let, let's know. I had a block. <laughs> but the growth demands change. See, now the people who aren't pliable, they're looking indignant now. And see, and when you know someone, you know them. Because I tell you this, I, because I hear people saying this, and when you meet people, and, 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 and you know, um, I like to ask people, you know, where they attend. And, you know, they always, they, I, I never mention I'm a pastor. I never, I attend, my thing is I attend Chicago Glory Fellowship Center. Because it's all about Jesus. You come, you'll find out who the pastor. That, that's not important right now. What's important are you a believer. Then, they, then they'll say things like, "You go to a big church, small church. I don't like big churches." And my thing is, "Well, you won't like Chicago Glory Fellowship Center." I, I, and I hear stuff like, "I, I, I like to preach it. He know everybody name. I not Hades. You don't know. You got family members. You don't even know their name. And they but twelve of y'all. Then you want the pastor to know ninety nine thousand folk name. But I will say this: if you are a regular." functioning member of the body. I know your name. Then I ask, well, how often do you attend? Well, I don't go regularly. That's why he don't know your name. Because I submit, you can have a, a, a flock of 10,000. And if you are a functioning member of that body, I know your name. Boy, this whole side got quiet. And I got one amen over here. <laughs> and one hand clap in the back. So I got at least three riding. I guess y'all represent the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So uh, <laughs> did you write that down? A living organism is constantly what? Growing, changing, and adapting to the realities around it. Write this down. The church is organically connected to and dependent upon Christ for its very life. We are organically connected to and dependent upon Christ for its very life. That's why it's so important uh, that when you become a part of a body, and one of the things uh, that you should discover and learn as a believer is how to appropriate your faith. Why? Because the just shall live by faith. And I'm saying that to say we believe big here. Oh, hold on. And, it's imp and watch this, though. We're dependent on Christ, but it makes a difference when we all believe the same thing, when we all can stand in faith together. So it's important. But, but and when you understand that, that Christ, it, 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 it's, it's, it, it, the work is dependent upon him, being that we stand in faith and we let him decide who he's going to use or, what, or, or which way he's going to do it. That's for Christ to decide. But our job is to stand strong in faith, to stand strong in faith as believers. And see, if I understand that, no matter how big the task, 
I won't be afraid to get in agreement. Why? Because God's going to do it. Any Boy. So two or three million don't sound so far-fetched when we're standing together. Why? Because all things are possible unto him, unto her that believes. And if we believe, are you here? Just as I stated earlier, our job, we just got the ball rolling. I don't know who's going to write that check to complete the building project. But there is somebody's out there with the resources and finances to write that check saying balance paid in full. Write this down. As a living organism, the church's concern is not what do we want to do, but rather what is Christ doing through and in us? It's not what we want to do, but what is Christ doing through and in us? When you understand that, you don't make it about yourself. You don't sit on your talents and gifts. You use them for the glorification of the kingdom. Boy, this is good. Can I say this? How is the, li how is the life of Christ being tangibly expressed in our life together as a church? And... and Ask yourself this question. Am I doing my share as a member of the body of Christ? If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.